Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Russia, climate change, and ball. Newsback says, headline, Russia, U.S. directly involved in Ukraine conflict. We've talked about this before. So if there's three guys on the school ground, two of them have their knuckles doubled up, and they're about to go to Fist City, and another guy is handing rocks to one of them, is the third guy involved in the fight? The answer is, yes, he is. Well, that's what we're doing with Ukraine. It says, in a statement posed, uh, the ministry accuses the U.S. of approving targets for the American-made HIMARS systems, which are now in use, in use by Ukraine. So this evil in America is, again, they, they've said that we've ruled this planet for thousands of years and we'll destroy it rather than give it up. One of the ways they can destroy it is to attack our enemy that does have the wherewithal to destroy us. And that's what it looks like they're doing. We're going to talk about that several things today. On to the next one. World at War website says, Poll finds only 1% of Americans see Russia as a major problem. That's part of a prophecy. A new Gallup poll has found that only 1% of the Americans view Russia as a major problem, with far more concern expresses about inflation, bad governance, and the state of economy. Well, kind of like the old saying says, you are what you eat. Well, you are the news that you watch. And when people are watching ABC, CBS, NBC, and CNN, and the other garbage out there, this is what you get, okay? Um, <laughs> bad in, bad out. So they're not informed. It goes on to say, whereas about 9% of the Americans views relations with Russia as the most important problem facing America back in March. So only in the last few months, America switched from saying, oh, no, 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 Russia is not even a problem. Okay, well, now let's go to the prophecy about that. I've read this many times, so I'm going to go through it quickly. April 1997, Dimitri Dudem and the angel came to him. He said, I knelt beside my bed to pray, as I do every night before I go to bed, because he had a prayer closet. After finishing my prayer, I opened my eyes, but I was not in my room. Instead, I found myself in a forest. I looked around on my right, to my right, and I saw the man dressed in white, meaning the angel that comes to him, or came to him, who pointed his finger and said, See, and remember. It took me a while to find out what he was pointing at, was a small bear who seemed to be half dead. Now, the bear obviously is Russia. The bear that seemed to be dead was Perestroika and Glossnose back in the 80s. As I continued to watch, this bear began to breathe deeper. With every passing minute, it seemed to revive itself. They found oil that paid off all of their debts, and now they have spent billions and billions of dollars on a war machine. And as I watched, it became angrier. That's what we're doing to Russia right now. Like with the Russia, Russia, Russia thing. Okay, we are making... God has put in our hearts to do the wrong thing, to cause an enemy, to bring about our destruction because our God is not among us, or rapidly leaving. It then began to grow as soon as it was larger than the forest floor, and it grew even larger and continued to become angrier. That's Russia today. It then began to paw the ground so that when his paw would hit the ground, the earth would shudder. The bear continued to devastate all that stood in his path until it came upon some men with sticks, I believe that's NATO, Sticks trying to fend it off. NATO thinks, oh, we can beat Russia. No, you can't either. You don't understand. By this time, the bear had grown so large, it simply crushed the men underfoot and continued to rampage. So when Russia attacks, nobody's going to stop her, not for a long time. Simply crushed the men underfoot and continued to rampage. I was stunned by what I saw and asked the man, what does this mean? At first, they thought the great bear was dead. 
The man said, as it would begin to stir once again, they would consider it harmless. That's where we are today. That's what this article right there is saying. No, this one right here is saying. We don't see Russia as a problem. All right, let's back up. God will blind the eyes of those who continue to trample on the sacrifice of Christ's blood. That would be America. Until the day the barrier will strike swiftly, this day will catch them unprepared, and it will be just as you saw. The man said, tell my people the days are numbered and the sentence has been passed. In other words, I don't like saying this, but what the prophecy is saying is this one, you're not going to pray away. I'm still going to try. I'm still going to try to, to fast and pray a softening and a delay to what I can't pray away. If they will seek my face and walk in righteousness before me, I will open their eyes that they may see the danger approach. So, because America has not begun to repent, the churches have not started filling up, no one else is getting saved. I've had two people in this last week that I asked to be a Christian, when I, and they said no. I just just talked to one just a few minutes ago, and I said, well, I'm a minister. I said, I can take care of that for you. No, you don't want to hear anything about it. So, no, we have not seen the churches start filling up. Instead, we've seen the bars start filling up. If they only look to the approaching danger, they too will be caught up and trampled underfoot. Only in righteousness will they find safety. Suddenly, I was once again by myself in my room on my knees with sweat covering my face. Now, I'm I'm probably going to work up a whole program talking about climate change because I did not understand, and probably you don't either, just how devastating that whole theory is. Because I probably, like you, just thought, hey, there's no climate change. Well, the best minds say there isn't a climate change. But now we've learned from CERN, I probably shouldn't say the word, that the machine is now capable of creating all kinds of problems that, of course, they're going to say, well, that's climate change. And the reason that's coming upon us is because we have too many people on the globe. We've got to get rid of a bunch of people. So what about show you is a guy that says the earth is suddenly, in other words, not over a process the last 20 or 30 years, but suddenly the earth has started spinning faster. I'll show you in just a second. Now, here's where it ties into prophecy. Isaiah 24, 1, Behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty, and maketh it waste, and turneth it upside down. Okay, if you turn the earth upside down, uh, there's going to be a little bit different spin. Could it be that this is probably caused by the machine, the sea machine, maybe that's what I should call it, the sea machine, um, causing all kinds of earthquakes and volcanoes, causing the ozone to disappear, causing the problems coming on the earth so that they can blame it on climate change. So we got too many people. we got to just kill off some of these people. That's their attitude. The land should be utterly emptied and utterly spoiled. The earth mourneth. In other words, it's dying. The earth mourneth and fadeth away. The world languisheth. That means it's dying. The earth is dying. That's true. Just like these days, if you want to grow wheat, for example, you got to put down all kinds of fertilizer, all kinds of bug killer, and a lot of various uh, hybrid working on the seeds and things like that just to get it to grow. If you don't put down fertilizer, you won't get much out of it. Well, it used to be that you could just plant and things just grew, but things just don't grow like they should anymore. The earth is defiled and the inhabitants there because we have transgressed the laws. In other words, we've walked away from Jesus, changed the ordinance, and broken the everlasting covenant. 
because we started sinning, the earth and all of these problems have started to come upon not just America, but the whole world. Now, here's the guy talking about how the earth has now started speeding up, spinning faster. The earth is suddenly spinning faster than ever before. In fact, on June 29th of this year, it was found that the earth recorded its shortest day on record, completing a full rotation 1.59 milliseconds less than 24 hours. Then, just a week ago on July 26th, we had a repeat performance, with the earth completing a full day 1.5 milliseconds under 24 hours. This is the fastest that the earth has been recorded spinning since scientists began measuring it using atomic clocks. Now, generally, the earth's rotation is not perfect. It goes up or down by a fraction of a millisecond but suddenly it appears to be consistently faster and faster. And so why is this happening? Well, no one knows for sure. There are some ideas floating around regarding the Earth's inner or outer layers, the oceans, the tides, the climate, or something called the Chandler wobble. But the short answer is that no one is sure. However, the consequences of this could actually be far-reaching, with one of them being the possibility of needing to speed up the world's clocks in order to compensate for this change, which would be the first time for such a thing to happen in modern history. Regardless, if it feels like there's never enough time in the day, this might be the reason. Natural News Headline The Summoning of 72 nations publicly to worship satanic idols in a televised Luciferian ritual while celebrity chief creepily stalks frightened lambs August 3, 2022. Okay, so I did not know about this big... It's kind of like the Olympics, but it's more like the Olympics for the European people. But I'm about to show you a video of them worshiping Baal. Another name for it is Molech. Anyway... It says, every Western government is, is run by Satanists, they say. And they're now openly carrying out public rituals to celebrate Lucifer's temporary dominion over Earth. You remember that uh, Daniel had interpreted the dream for Nebuchadnezzar. Then Nebuchadnezzar turned around and made a big statue and required everybody worship the statue. That's kind of what they're doing here. They start worshiping the statue they, that they bring into a sports stadium. Well, if you're a Christian, you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you see everybody worshiping the statue. Well, right now, it would be not required. It would be your decision whether you want to worship it or not. But it's probably coming to the time to where, no, you won't have a choice. We know that he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in the right hand of the forehead. At the British Commonwealth Games, that's the name of it, this opening ceremony this week involved 72 nations. A horned bull creature representing Baal was rolled out into the hellscape area, complete with depictions of burning lava fire pits, while dozens of satanic worshipers bowed to the animal. Now, as you remember, uh, we talked about this. When Moses coming down off of the mountain, he had the Ten Commandments in hand. He looked down, and he saw them worshiping a golden cat. That's a cow, okay? And... That's when he threw the Ten Commandments down and broke them, and there was all kinds of problems. Well, the same, the same religion, the same entity is still there today, and they're still worshiping that entity. Here's the video. Amos 5.26 says, But you have borne the tabernacle of your Moloch and shewn your images, the star of your God which you made to yourselves. Therefore will I cause you to go into captivity. So because the children of Israel worshipped Moloch, he put them into captivity. What do you suppose is about to happen to Europe for worshiping Baal? Same thing. They're about to go into captivity. Judges 2.11. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Baal. Same thing. Baal, Moloch, still the cow god. And they provoked the Lord to anger. They forsook the Lord and served Baal. 
The anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. He delivered him into the hands of his spo- the spoilers and spoiled them. That's the second time he turns them over to their enemy when they worship Baal. Whithersoever you went out, the hand of the Lord was against them for evil. So what do you think is about to happen to all of Europe? That's right. He's about to turn them over to their enemies. And who would the enemy be? That would be Baal or the Antichrist, the beast. So because they're worshiping someone other than him, that's what they're about to get. Same thing. Here's the story of Gideon, how he throws down the altar of Baal. I'm going to skim through this a little faster. So you recall the story. Okay, so Israel was having to grow their wheat and harvest it in secret because the Midianites were coming down stealing all of their wheat. And they were in great trouble. So they prayed and they asked God to fix the problem. So God came to Gideon and said, okay, I'm going to use you, you mighty man of valor. I'm going to use you to set Israel free again. I'd like to say that the same thing would happen to America. I think they're going to try. That's the internal revolution. But I don't think it'll be successful. So anyway, he says, all right, so before I'm going to release Israel from the Midianites, here's what you have to do. First, you have to take men and go in and throw down the altar of Baal and cut down the grove. In other words, all of the Christmas trees. Cut down all the things that they worship other than me. So he did. And then as a result of that, they, all the Midianites were like grasshoppers for number up on the, the side of the mountain. So they surrounded these, these, these Midianites with 300 men with big pitchers. Now, the Bible doesn't explain exactly, but what I picture in my mind is a pitcher, kind of like probably like a clay pot on top of a, um, a stick. And inside the clay pot, there is a torch. So all of these 300 men are all surrounded. At the right time, Gideon breaks his clay pot, okay? That makes a big noise. And then all of a sudden, the torch burning inside is revealed. And so as a result, the Midianites think, oh, no, there's a great big army all around us. We're about to die. God puts in their heart a great fear. And they say, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon, the sword, uh, and the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow. They didn't have to fight the Gideonites, excuse me, the Midianites killed each other. Now let's jump to Jehu, similar story. So Jehu was raised up to remove the ball worshipers. So he's the leader of Israel at this time. So he says, all right, I want you to call to me all the prophets of Baal, all his servants, all his priests, and let none want it. Don't miss a one of them. Call them all together. I'm going to throw a big feast. So he gets all the worshipers of Baal together. He says, don't let one of them not come. And he says, the house of Baal was full from one end to the other. He got all of the Baal worshipers all together in one building. Then he said, search and make certain that we have not missed one of the Baal worshipers. Then he says to his guys, he gets four score men. How long is, how many is that? That's 80 men. So he surrounds the building with 80 men. And he says, if any of you let any of those escape, it's your life for the one you let escape. And they killed them all. Now, I'm not suggesting that we kill people today. What I'm suggesting is we get people saved. But what I'm saying is that's the way they had to treat these people because, I guess, there was no repentance in those days. So Jehu said, slay them all. Let none uh, come forth. They smote them all with the edge of the sword. Again, I'm not suggesting we kill people. We are supposed to be soul winners trying to help these people to get out of the bondage that they're in. So they brought forth the images out of the house of Baal, and they burned them. And they break down the image of Baal, break down the house of Baal. 
Then they brought forth the images out of the house of Baal and burned them, break down the images, and we got the point. So then Elijah does basically the same thing. Elijah, uh, it's a long story, but basically, I'm going to kind of tell you, I'll, I'll skip through here for those people who are not familiar with it. You can stop and you can read it if you want to. But essentially, God came to Elijah and he says, all right, I want you to call a big preach off, a little contest. You get all the prophets of Baal, the prophets of the groves, the Christmas trees, and you set up, you have the, you say, let's, let's make a contest. The God that answers by fire, let him be God. You set up your sacrifice, I'll set up my sacrifice. The one that answers by fire, he's God. So the prophets of Baal, 450 men, it says here, they set up uh, their bullock, their sacrifice, and they called for God to come down and let him be God. He says, all right, that's well spoken. But after they had been praying for, for Baal to answer them for several hours, there was no answer. So then Elijah started mocking them, oh, Baal. They were saying, uh, but here th- there was no voice. He says, they started cutting themselves. There was not a voice, no one answer. So then Elijah started mock- mocking them, saying, well, he maybe he's busy, just a little bit louder, and he'll hear you. So then after their time was up, then he took four barrels of water, poured it on his burnt sacrifice and on the wood, had him do it the second time and the third time to make certain that it was an accident. And then he called upon the fire of God to come down. That's the morning star. The fire hit the sacrifice, the wood, the stones, the dust, licked up all of them. And so as a result, Israel was saved that day. Israel said, let the Lord be God. What did they do? They took all the prophets of Baal, the prophets of Groves. They took them down to the brook Kidron and slew them there again. I'm not suggesting we kill people. Today I'm suggesting that we win them to the Lord Jesus. And he did uh, evil inside of the Lord, and he served Baal. So if you go through the Bible, there's all kinds of places where it says serving Baal is evil, and it will get you destroyed, get you destroyed quickly. Now, in Revelation 17, this is talking about when the ten horns, that's the people you just saw worshiping that Baal, that cow god. The ten horns, mostly of Europe specifically, but it again finally expands out to where it's the whole world. The ten horns which have sauced upon the beast, these shall hate the whore and shall make her desolate. The whore is, in specific, the Catholic Church and in general, America and the Christians. Hate the whore that shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. We have seen, according to this article, that there are people that they are now honestly and openly discussing maybe cannibalism is maybe not a bad idea. It says, is soil and grain really that far-fetched? It paid, they passed the state legislature in April, April 2019 as it is a natural organic reduction as a burial alternative, and they're doing human composting. This is where there's one, it's different ways to do it, but basically they're eating humans. Now, I think that's interesting because this was way back in like 1972, this movie came out called Swellant Green. But it says right here, it is the year 2022. People are still the same. They'll do anything to get what they need, and they need Soylent Green. Well, the whole point of the movie is that Soylent Green are these little wafers. They're made from people. Now, if you look at this scripture, it says, I remember when I was memorizing this, I said, Lord, what does that mean? And I mean, he spoke to Martin and said it means exactly what it says. There's going to be a time come when they will eat people. I didn't write the thing. I'm only delivery boy. Soil and green. So let me summarize our points today. One, 
America does not see Russia as a big danger, a big problem. That's part of the prophecy. That's a problem. The world is seriously considering cannibalism. That's a problem. And the world is beginning to worship ancient gods that angered the Lord. Also, I want to recommend that you get my Watchman package. I haven't talked about this in a while, but I got them right here. In this Watchman's package, you get two of these two-foot by three-foot big charts. Okay, that's one chart. Let me show you the other chart here. And here's the other chart. So these great big charts, two-foot by three-foot charts, and they are uh, they're vinyl. They're very nice. Put them up on the wall, two foot by three foot. And I've got them right here. Of course, it's just eight and a half by 14 charts, so I can refer to them. But if I had a wall a little closer to me, I'd put these up here. Also, you get my handwritten book of Revelation. This is where I hand wrote out the book of Revelation all the way through it, all of the scriptures, and I memorized it. Now, all of this, this has all of my notes in it. Here, let me pick a page that has some notes. See out in the margin there? It has notes. What I think these scriptures are talking about. And then, last year, I did a School of the Watchmen. And it was like 18 hours, I think it was. It's on five DVDs. We're putting all that together with uh, five copies of my very powerful book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. It's valued at $355 for a gift of $200. You get both charts, you get the five discs, you get my book and my book. <laughs> my book and my book. All for a gift of $200. Very, very good deal. Also, I recommend you go to prophecyclub.com and get all five of my books. Now, I didn't write this one, but I did organize it. You get How Pre-Trib One, Daniel, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, Miss the Mark, and you get one set of each of them, which is actually 40 books for a gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. And if you need to have, if you don't have this right here on your car, you'll want to get it. This is an EMP shield device. This one goes on a car. All you have to do, it's simple. They have videos show you. But you just put the black wire on the black side of your battery. The green wire attaches to the body of the car, and the red wire attaches to the red side of the battery. And then the back peels off. You don't even have to put any holes in your car. Back peels off. You stick it someplace under your hood. Takes about 10 minutes for us people that are not mechanically inclined. Probably people mechanically inclined more like five minutes to put it on, and then you're good to go. If you'll go to empshield.com, put in the uh, promo code PROPHECY, you get a $50 discount for everything that you order there. Good deal. Good deal. And if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, we're going to send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Tell them your Prophecy Club. <clears throat> they love Prophecy Club people because they're informed. The Prophecy Club app is probably the simplest, easiest way to follow Prophecy Club that there is. If you want to get it, I'll explain how it works. Go to prophecyclub.com, and then if you're Apple, you click right here. If you're um, Android, you click right here, and this is what you'll see. If you're Android, it will look like this, and you download. You, you want to look for this symbol here. Download that and click install. If you're Apple, you click, and it'll look like this. 
Then after you download the app, it will look like this. So here's the way you do it. It'll remember you're going to download something that looks like this. So if you want to look at, say, one month, you click here. A past month or a past month, it downloads all of the, at the apps or all of the programs. You click on one, it starts playing. You can either watch it or listen to it, your choice, either one. And if you get a phone call or something interrupts you, it pauses, and then after the phone call, it'll start again. Okay, so this is the loaf of bread that I made. That's my kitchen counter. I actually took that picture. This is another loaf of bread before we cut it. Off to the left, this is a picture in our warehouse. Each one of those bags is what you call a tote. It's a four-foot by four-foot bag, about 2,000 pounds of wheat in it, and we got lots of them here. I think I've got another picture. Yeah, there you go. Lots of them, and these are old pictures. We got more than that even even now. See, each one of these right here, those are 50-pound bags. Those are all gone because <laughs> this is actually a couple of months old picture. And all of it, like this empty space here, this empty space, that's all gone. Matter of fact, we're not even getting them in totes anymore. We're getting them in what they call pro boxes. And that's 2,500 pounds per pro box. It has a little hopper on the bottom. We put the seven-gallon uh, pail below it, and we open the, uh, the, the hopper, and we fill about 200 of those. Two guys fill about 200 pails in about 20 minutes through this little hopper. And they bring it in the truck with a hopper and handle it all with a forklift. So it's become, it had to become very efficient. All right, now let's talk about Joseph's Kitchen. What you want to do, go to Joseph's Kitchen and you have to order yourself a machine package. In the machine package, if you can see, this right here is the grinder. It's called a mill. And then you, you put that along with the ingredients into the sake bread machine. Now, that's only the mechanicals. That's why we call it the machine package. Then you decide how much food you want. You want to have food one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. Another thing, I do not recommend that you just put this all aside, that you just put it away and forget about it. I recommend as soon as you get it, you start making bread. There is a little bit of a learning curve to making bread. Now, having made about 80 loaves now, I've got to where, you know, um, we're making some pretty fancy bread. I mean, it's really good. Uh, it's the primary thing that we eat around our house and all of that. But it'll cut your food costs. As a matter of fact, I think it's safe to say if you start eating this bread immediately, the, the, the reduced food cost will pay for it. So you want to get either two people one year, four people one year, or six people one year, then... If you're thinking that the electricity might go out, we have a solution for that right now, and it's our bread solar generator, and that's on a pre-order right now. If you go ahead and order it, I think you'll get it in two to four weeks. That's just a guess. So I'm a little bit out of that loop. But I'd recommend you go to Joseph's Kitchen, and this just shows you, yes, we got a lot of weight. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.